We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. Enthusiastically, Spiritual's mission is to inspire enthusiasm for the spiritual part of your journey. This is going to help you feel more inner freedom, access clear direction, and inner strength for what you've come to do. If this podcast does inspire this within you, can I count on a donation to support this podcast? If so, please go to the show notes and follow the link, support this show. Thank you so much and enjoy this episode. For myself, being enthusiastic about the spiritual part of my life is loving all parts of me. It's about integrating the mind, body, and spirit into balance. I have found that my physical body helps me create a container for my mind and spirit, and that is why taking care of the physical body is so important. In this episode, I have invited a friend from years ago who has created a powerful path of healing through yoga, some breath work, and mindfulness. Her name is Leah Robel. She has been teaching yoga since 2003, leading courses, workshops, and retreats in Israel, France, Denmark, and across the United States. In addition to being a professional dancer in her past, she is trained in various styles of yoga and other modalities such as Pilates, somatic movement, and Feldenkrais. She holds a yoga certification in Kripalu Yoga, an advanced certification in Vinana Yoga, is a certified prenatal yoga teacher and certified pelvic fascia trainer in the Franklin Method. Leah holds an MA from Aarhus University, hope I said that, pronounced that correctly, in the field of religious studies. She is the author of the book, Yoga for Pelvic Floor Health, a whole body approach to strengthening and healing. And I'm so honored to have her here today. Welcome, Leah. Hi, Theresa. Thank you. <laughs> That's a lot of training, a lot of yoga, a lot of... <laughs> it is. And the real training, you know, is in the practice and in the on the mat with people. <laughs> and, that's and that's how it. you and I met years ago doing yoga. And that was, you were just beginning the pelvic floor, um, um, you know, parts of it then. It wasn't really fully on. So you've come quite a ways with your journey. So I'd love for you to share with what made you focus on the pelvic floor health through your yoga? Yeah, I I really do feel in a way, and I've heard everyone else say it, so it sounds a cliche, but it's true that it kind of it's it found me and demanded my attention, and it was simply an issue I had to deal with. Uh, I had two kids, I had stress incontinence, and. Uh, coughing or laughing or, you know, jumping on the trampoline was out for sure. And I've been a yoga teacher then already a decade or so, or, you know, the time kind of blends, but I felt a huge gap between my strength, my connectedness to my body, 
um, my awareness, and then this complete disconnect to the pelvic floor area. And I, I really found no answers out there that were satisfying. Uh, even, even when I went to the urology center and they gave me biofeedback, they still recommended a surgery. And, and I knew that I was healthy, that it was just a disconnect that I needed to overcome. And, and just, yeah, no, uh, no answers. Even from the yoga world I came from, which is an extremely in-depth practice. Uh, Vinyana yoga is, is such a rich and uh, wise method. There were no direct answers for the pelvic floor, but all the answers were there for how I could find the language to heal myself. And from the very beginning, I knew I'm going to teach this because I, I just hated doing the pelvic floor exercises I were prescribed. And all I thought was, I wish I had a class I could go in and be guided through this. And so from the beginning, I was extremely passionate uh, about uh, teaching and, uh, and uh, helping people find strength Back then, I didn't even use the word, the word healing because I thought, I need to be stronger. I don't need any healing. And it, it took a journey and it took meeting many students and being um, in the presence of many people in pain and us needing to solve together, uh, research deeply on, on what happens when there's so much pain in that area. And I had to really just learn from my students, learn, 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 absorb, and, uh, and then understood that it really is a healing process also for me. So uh, that's, <laughs> that's a little bit about that, that journey. Well, as I read through your book, which is an absolutely amazing book, I love the fact that um, you have, have a lot of um, testimonials in there from men and women. So this is not just a women problem. This is everyone's got that area. Everyone has the muscles and the incontinence. And, and some of the things that you brought up and the people brought up to you as they were going through their healing was, you know, pain during intercourse, incontinence, like you mentioned, anxiety, PTSD, sexual trauma. There's a lot of components that are held in that area. And I don't know for myself, I've had a couple of those things going on throughout my life. And, and so being able to heal it and what was coming to me as you're mentioning this area is, and this is where our root chakra is. Yes. So that connection to like the energy of the mother earth and, and then our own energy. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about some of the, the testimonials or some of the people who've come to you and some of the ways you've assisted them and they've had amazing healings. Yes. I always am very careful with the wording and don't want to promise any solutions and promise anything because I, I just, I, I feel that treading very lightly with any promises is the way because it's every person's healing journey. And, and so I, I often will call it um, pelvic health support, <laughs> kind of downplaying a little bit. But for some people, just awakening with mindfulness, with a, with a very intentional, precise breathing and, and exercises that I guide, the moment vitality and awareness floats in the right way, it's in, in, for some people in a couple of sessions, it's a whole shift in how they feel their body. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then for other people, it's a long, longer journey. 
but what you're saying about the stories that was definitely my intention in the book there's so many books out there for women and, and then more specifically for men and i really really felt the calling to have a book for all people all ages and there are there are 19 stories and then my own of uh, different students who gave permission uh, who have a vast what i wanted to demonstrate is the vast uh all the aspects all of us who have a pelvic floor and and actually it was just as you were speaking wanted to share a story of a student who doesn't exist her testimonial isn't here but with someone who more recently i worked with and had hemorrhoids right people who have hemorrhoids don't think i have a pelvic floor dysfunction but what i what i thought as you were talking is to to explain a little that if the if it's a repeated issue and there is nervousness around that area and a need to hold and she was describing how she's at the playground with her kids and she's feeling that something's about to fall out of her and and that dark shame and embarrassment feeling and needing to run home and never being too able to just be outside in the playground as long as she wanted you can imagine how much tightness how much gripping there's around that area and so all that tightness in itself, if I'm squeezing my glutes or my thighs or just holding my belly very tight and not letting the diaphragm move down and, and deep breaths to come in, it's, it's, a, it's a spiral, right? It's like a circle. Then I might create new pelvic floor disorders that, that weren't there before. And so it's all linked um, and, and all people, you know, can fall from a bicycle here in Copenhagen and have an accident that that can trigger a whole world of uh, of issues. So just talking about it, just talking about it because nobody really does is kind of my real job. That's why <laughs> I was so excited to have you on today. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. I was so excited because like you mentioned the word deep shame and embarrassment. You're right. Like we don't go around and say, hey, you know, how's your pelvic floor working? Or are you tight? Down? We just don't talk about it. But we but there are there's people that have pain during intercourse and incontinence. A lot of people, that's a biggie. And so, you know, bringing these forward and talking about it, because like I mentioned in the beginning of, of this intro is that for myself, my physical being is so important. And if my physical being is not in balance and relaxed and, you know, and as you beautifully say in your book, you know, how to really work the certain areas of the pelvic floor to create balance and to create that really that suspension and that area that, you know, can be held in, then my, my soul, my spirit can really embrace all of me and my mind can work beautifully. And so that's so important, but that deep shame and embarrassment that, you know, we just got to throw that out the window, Leah, <laughs> you know, it's no, it's true because I also in the book, I mentioned someone can come to me before class and tell me I have pain around my tailbone or, you know, my knee hurts. I have a wrist issue, a neck issue. Nobody will come and say, you know, I have overly tight pelvic floor, certain postures just hurt, or I shouldn't do this, this breathing exercise, because I can modify for students in class in a group if I know maybe don't do this uh, down dog on your elbows or don't do a dolphin pose today. But, but I can't modify for students if we can't ever say the word pelvic floor. Uh, um, and, and also, the truth is, that people don't know what it is. What is the pelvic floor? And and it's it, I didn't really know. I, I knew I read the books then I started looking into it and I, I saw the images. But did I feel it in my body? Mm -hmm. It took a long time. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. so that's the, the big thing about the book is let's for a second zoom in and, and find the small ways in which we can start connecting to this area. Mm-hmm. And what I love about your book too, is I, like, you, you know, we're mentioning men and women and you have um, diagrams in there of both of the pelvic areas for men and women. And then you have a lot of beautifully diagrammed um, exercises to help you move through and really, you know, work with different areas. And a lot of it to me is just relaxing and yes. learning how to breathe. Yeah. It's, it's one of the biggest secrets <laughs> that we can <laughs> share. And so many, let's say this kind of most uh, common example, right? That's that a woman had babies and she has stress incontinence. She leaks when she now sneezes Mm -hmm. and she's sure that she needs to squeeze, 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 squeeze because it's too lax. And very, very often the body has already worried about, uh, about the leakage and has already squeezed so much that in fact, the muscles are so tight that they're not strong at all because there's no range in the muscles. They, they can't, you can't contract what's, what can't be extended or lengthened a little bit. So a lot of the work surprises people um, when we're just supposed to, for a moment, visualize length and stretch and stretch particular areas around the pelvis. Mm-hmm. And it's a big surprise for people and also shocking. Wait, do you want me to just do a squat and let my pelvic floor relax? How is that going to help me? <laughs> right, right. And, and one of the most moving um, stories in the book for me is, is a student who had um, fecal incontinence. And that's even less spoken about, right? Who wants to share that they, that they leak a stool it's it's there's so much shame around it and never in her life did she think that relaxing could help but after decades of desperation of nothing helping she finally was willing to try it Mm. and was astonished so it's imagine the muscles represent what's going in our emotional body and it's just all that holding all that fear all that this shouldn't be and i for myself as well being a yoga teacher and moving and teaching body awareness i leak pee <laughs> that right. it just doesn't you know and so first thing is saying it hey this is really happening to me and then i want a solution and then trying to to work through the fear <laughs> and, and the shame of that and, and embarrassment and, and to be in joint conversation with other people. And uh, yeah. I think that's key too is awareness. And I don't know if you've noticed this in your practice and especially in the last couple of years, you know, we've been through so much and we've had to really kind of come back home and what, what you know, what's next. And the unfoldment is part of, the healing. And, and so I, I don't know, have you noticed that in the last two years or now that we've kind of coming out of, you know, what we've been involved in the last two years that people are ready to heal or ready or more in tune with their body or have you noticed that? That's a good question. Um, that is a good question, actually. If I've noticed a shift with that, not in particularly regarding the pelvic floor, mm-hmm. um, because We've been through so much, like you say, that 
people have a, a you know a hierarchy of messes they have to deal with mm -hmm. and so sometimes some things have been pushed around and or to the side and, and then for some people it feels more urgent to want to to heal to start anew but then for other it depends it really depends <laughs> yeah i guess that's what i was kind of hearing from spirit when you were saying that too is like it's all individual because for those that are like if you're leaking you're gonna be like, how do i how can i help this but if you're not and i think of fight and flight like you know the fight or flight and we've kind of all been in that at, at certain points in the last two years so it's like that holding on gripping it is. And then also what it did going into your home was also not maybe being as exposed. Maybe you don't go to or didn't go to as many trampoline parks with your kids and had to say, oh, no, I won't jump today. Mm -hmm. So I think there is room now as we're maybe moving out of this stage, hopefully, and more social and more out. Then I think it's absolutely time. And they see more voices of physical therapists on Instagram and on social media speaking. Uh, very loudly about the limitations of kegels that's been the only answer and, it, and it's not a good answer it's not an in-depth answer at all and uh, and so i think i think it will steer up now and there'll be a lot of uh, room for wanting to live a better a better life and this is where this piece found me as a yoga teacher and okay i want to teach arm balances i want to teach this but wait first are there really so many people suffering? Are there, you know, men after prostate cancer surgery or um, transgenders uh, who definitely have a lot going on in this issue and a lot of uh, emotional things to work through? And um, there's so much out there. So I realized that before I'm very excited about teaching a handstand the split, I'd really want to teach how to be more loving towards your body, more accepting. And, and that's where it starts. And like you said earlier, and it starts with you. So you were like, I'm having a, some of these, so let's see how we can work with this. And so you're talking about, I would love to go into how you finished your book with the, um, the word of, I'm going to make sure I say this right. Svadhyaya. 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 I'd love for you to talk a bit about this because this is how you ended the book. And I thought this is profound. We, this is this is really amazing. Thank you. I'll I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll read. Is that okay? Definitely. Um, there is. It's the summary of the book, so I love it that we're just sharing. But I'll read this paragraph. There is one more concept in yoga that I would like to close with: Svadhyaya, study of the self. And this is from the Yamas and Yamas which in yoga philosophy come before you practice any posture or breathing exercise. It's rules of conduct, how we are with others, how we are with each other's. To know thyself is the beginning of wisdom, says Socrates. We can learn about ourselves in many ways and with attentive, thorough and meaningful learning comes wisdom. The pelvic floor is just the pelvic floor. It is everything when things aren't going well, and it is just one part of our greater self when things are working as they should. The work presented in this book is just one more way that we can learn more about who and how we are. So, I love so, that. <laughs> thank you. The, so the concept of knowing thyself is knowing that 
Even though maybe all your neighbors also pee their pants when they go for a run, it is not okay. It, it doesn't need to be there. Um, like other things we sweep under the rug, like other aspects in our life that we might sweep under the rug and pretend we can't see about ourselves or about our situation or about whatever is happening in our work, in our life, and our family. So this is just one more thing that needs to be aired out, at least to know if you may not be able to fix the issue, but if you're willing to look at it in the eye (laughs) and saying, I I have this, this thing I need to work on. And the beautiful thing about it in relation, if I take in yoga, other postures, and I love yoga and I've been teaching yoga for almost 20 years Uh, And I think there's anything you can learn from all the asana about life, but specifically about this is because of the private nature of it. And so when things function as they are, and when I understand the pelvic floor as actually my core as a system, Mm -hmm. it is a part of the deep core and it's an, an important part of the deep core. So when we understand that, and and honestly, Teresa, I don't feel I can even teach now abdominal work or any like ab ab exercises without first teaching that foundation of pelvic floor, because I almost almost feel there's no integrity in that, because if people are doing crunches and pushing down on their pelvic floor or squeezing too much, Mm -hmm. so what if you have a six pack, but if your internal layer and your pelvic floor and breath and the diaphragm aren't working in an organic way, then your core, that beautiful center of you, um, isn't really strong. I think not strong in that deep spiritual way. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so know thyself is, 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 the attention to that part in a very holistic way and everyone who has a movement practice, but then also just how I stand up right up, up from this chair and walk, go to the bathroom, uh, you know, sexual relations, um, alignment, all of it. Starts from there. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and so that's why I'm so excited to have you on today, Leah, because you are so enthusiastic about, this area of our lives, which is such a big deal. I feel it's a big deal. I know you feel it's a big deal too. And coming on and just sharing because it's, you know, it's also just sharing like this with my listeners out there around the world and how important it is just to even start tuning into that. So maybe if they have not, maybe taken, not taken awareness of, you know, something going on down there, or like you said, maybe not having incontinence or whatever, but just that awareness. So if this does come up for you, or if you're in the middle or the midst of going through some of these things, Leah has a beautiful book that it's it's a step-by-step of how to really start strengthening and really a, that awareness. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about, Leah, your offerings. So do you do online? I know you, you're in Copenhagen, so we all can't be in Copenhagen, but please share with the listeners how they can get in touch with you and some of your beautiful services. Okay, thank you. So first, my book. Yay, the book. <laughs> so many years on and you can find it on Amazon. And it's funny, you know, I thought sometimes a book is so limited, it's not really teaching. But then for some people, the book was enough. And I've gotten 
some beautiful feedback like that. So that was exciting. And I put my heart and soul into it. So there's that. And then I do teach online. I teach Zoom classes, weekly group classes. I teach private classes on Zoom. And all my offerings are on my website. Mm -hmm. And I am going to teach a workshop on the 24th and 5th of uh, September of this month with uh, my friend Lauren Davidson is a brilliant Pilates teacher, which again, Pilates is another world where you constantly hear tighten and tighten and tighten and, and without an understanding really how that can create overtension that has other repercussions in our life. Maybe you look better in a bikini. I'm not even sure about that. But if other things stop working, then is it really, is that really how we want to feel into our bodies? Um, and then, so we're doing that online. So Oh, it's online. I was going to ask you, is that online or in person? It's online. online and it's two days. It's hosted um, by a beautiful studio, Synergy Mind Body in Tennessee. So this is how amazing the world is now. She, Lauren is in Miami and I'm in Copenhagen and the Tennessee studio is hosting us online. Oh, I know. So some beautiful things have happened in the world too. In these yes, years. yes. That's Oh yeah, and without I, a doubt, that connection. And I did want to say that for some people, specifically when it comes to pelvic floor work, being in their intimate space of their own house and practicing online has actually surprisingly been beneficial because you asked before about the pandemic and I, this, I want to add that for some people that has kept them very safe and being able to be in their space, vulnerable and open to try new practices. Mm -hmm. So that has been a benefit, you know, I didn't even think about. And, and so for this work, it's so internal and personal. You don't need my hands on your body. You know, I don't need to help you assist. It's, it's that internal investigation. And then um, I'm teaching a, a teacher training here in Copenhagen, which I'm psyched about, but it's, it's, it's in Europe. And right. yeah, you should come, Teresa. I know, right? <laughs> I'll get on the next plane, Leah. <laughs> but I hope to go with that online soon. But again, you can sign up to my newsletter and get all the news about everything I do. Wonderful. And I will have all that in the show notes. And um, thank you so much, Leah, for coming on today and shedding some light on this very intimate and um, oftentimes not talked about area of our, of our life and our body, which I feel is so important. So thank you so much, Leah. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you. Believe it or not, when you arrived back for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.